Thanks for joining us on Mindfuck. If you are interested in getting yourself unfucked, or maybe just fucked in a completely new way, <laughs> go to statusflow.net and check out all of our programs. You got our group coaching cohorts. We've got our one-on-one engagements. We've got our team engagements. All of it's available at statusflow.net. Check out our flagship program, Moonshot. Today, we're going to see what Lael's got going on. Lael, good How to you see doing? you, man. Nice to see you too. How you been? I'm fantastic, thanks. I'm actually getting over a head cold, so I sound a little froggy, but I'm good. Oh, I think it sounds cool. <laughs> Should have heard me like a week ago. I sounded like Leonard Cohen, which oh, well, that's which not is a bad thing. It's super cool, but yeah. it hurts. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. So, uh, as you know, we're recording this. We're going to share this with our audience, and yep. uh, what can we disentangle for you today? Well, um, as you might expect, I don't really know, right? Like, if I knew, <laughs> I would have disentangled it myself. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the kind of the challenge and what I suspect. And then you tell me um, kind of what your perspective is. Yeah. What do we um, got going on? Okay. So um, I have a good business. I have a, I have a great business. Um, we place virtual assistants onto growing teams. Um, they're sales and marketing assistants. So, you know, we come in and do things like manage email newsletters and make sure those get out on time, do social media content creation and posting and make sure that's a regular thing. We do prospecting, we manage CRMs, um, all of these ongoing tasks that that everybody knows they need to do, but don't often make time for or aren't committed to doing on a regular basis. That's what right. we do. Okay. So great. Um, I've got a huge audience for it. Um, and I get a lot of traction. So I present this and people are like, oh my God, I need that. Like, how can I, how quickly can I get this going on my team? And that leads to, you know, very nice sales calls, uh, which lead to engagements. So that's, you know, big picture, it's working. Great. Um, but every sale sort of comes through me. I've got a, I've got a sales team that does prospecting they they make some sales every once in a while but a lot of the a lot of the sales come through me and i feel like even though i'm having some success uh it's just not exponential it it it's not it's not growing as fast as i want and the you know there's only so many hours in the day and i can only go to so many you know places to to meet people and i can only take so many phone calls so you know, I look around and I see other businesses and, and they grind it out for a little while and then they reach an inflection point. I know that there's an inflection point for me. I don't know what it is. And I sort of believe that that there's something within me that's preventing me. You know, maybe I like have such a tight grip on things that I that I won't allow the thing to thrive on its own or something. Hmm. So. So that's what's going on for me. I would like to go from, you know, a sale or two a week to like 10 sales a week or 50 sales a week. And I don't know how to do that as the, you know, as a as a leader, I don't know how to like make my group do that. And and I'm certain that with a limited number of hours in the day, that kind of growth doesn't all come through me. 
Right. So you've kind of made, make sure I understand it. You've been the rainmaker. You've been the magnet, the thing that's been able to really generate the business and close the deals. And you have a team that has not been nearly as effective as that as you. Correct. Okay. So what's your secret sauce in terms of, and by the way, you, you've got some really interesting insights, like, you, you know, your, your level of accountability and awareness, like there's something that I'm doing here, you know, that's jamming me up. Um, so that's, that's a great start, by the way. Um, what do you think your magic is? What is it about you that makes you so good at bringing in that business and closing those deals? Yeah, I think, um, well, I mean, I, I know, I don't think I, I'm, I'm absolutely 100% committed. Like I am all in the, you know, this is what I do. Um, and that commitment is born from a real belief that, that what I sell, uh, people need. And that we can make a big difference in other people's businesses. And that if I can put these team members into other organizations, those organizations will thrive and and it'll lead to success for everybody. So, you know, I have like a, I have a need, I have like a burning desire to to do this work um, Mm -hmm. and to be successful at it. Great. How burning is the desire in your team? Yeah, I I think it's there. I mean, we certainly talk about it. There's, you know, we've got core values that 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 we keep top of mind and, you know, everybody's everybody's rowing in the same direction. There's incentives in place for people to be successful. In mm-hmm. fact, exponentially more successful if they're making sales than if they're just collecting their hourly thing. Um and I think I've surrounded myself with with smart, hungry people. Um, which is why I suspect that maybe I'm standing in their way. So when you say that you suspect you might be standing in their way, what, what does that theoretically look like? Um, I don't know. One theory is, um, one theory is that I'm really good at this and they know that I'm really good at it and they'd rather we make the sale so they pop it over to me to close instead of just getting it over the finish line themselves. So that's one that's one theory. Um, maybe I'm not giving them, I'm not empowering them or giving them the tools to get the job done. Um, I don't think that's the case. I mean, we do a lot of sales training. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a very um, a service-oriented leader. Like really, like what can I do to help you be more successful today? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't have the answer, but I suspect the answer isn't, isn't too far under the surface. What's your level of trust in your team? Uh, yeah, I want to say total 100%. Um, I think that, you know, I think I've got a control issue where maybe I don't give them quite enough latitude um and i have a uh i have a vacation coming up at the end of june and my intention is to completely check out just to not that 
not be on email, not have our daily standups, like yep. just let them thrive or, or fail um, on their own. And I, I strongly believe that my business is going to be fine in my okay. absence. What I'm not totally sure of is, will there be any growth? Like, will it do better in my absence? I hope so. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And getting to your original question, um, I think part of part of that don't know is like a fear or an anxiety that I have that probably informs how how much trust I put in them on a day to day basis. Hmm. So right now they're they're kind of warming everything up. They're getting it moving, and they're often kicking it over to you to close to to really be the closer. Correct. Correct. Yep. Okay. I love that you're taking what I would call a true vacation. Most people these days don't do that, and they don't understand. You're absolutely killing your business if you're checking your emails while you're on vacation. Oh, yeah. but I have to. Yeah, you're steeped in victim mentality. Oh, right. but I need to do this. Okay, there's a massive egoic self-importance thing going on and you have not done a, an effective job with your team. Like I, I can destroy this. I have to be in contact with work during vacation all day long. So yeah. you yeah. ninja for understanding this. Um, so I want to acknowledge you for that. Uh, and you have a really you have a real opportunity here. I, I mean, I think you're right. I think there's I think there's a control thing. I think there's a um maybe there's a little bit of a, a concern that the deal's not gonna come in uh or not gonna grow without you there. That's classic entrepreneurial stuff. I've certainly done that. They can't do it the way I can, right? And that's actually not a liability as an asset. Like to really empower them because that is the first thing you brought up was that maybe I'm not quite empowering them. Maybe not. Maybe you're not letting, you know, and in my experience, when people are given the, um, humans are incredible, really, what they're capable of. And when they're given that choice of succeed or die, right? (laughs) They're going to succeed, right? And so you've kind of trained them that they have this safety net. They can kick it over to you. What if you just take that safety net out and be like, it's on you. Like you have what a good four weeks before vacation for yeah. you know, yeah. four weeks plus. So you've got a great runway to sort of wean them off of you right now yep. so that you can guarantee that the growth continues. You can sort of, afford to stumble a little bit right now so that they don't stumble a lot when you're gone. I see this as a huge opportunity right now for the next five weeks or so. Yeah. But yeah. So what I'm not sure of is how to, you know, how to, how to frame it, I guess. Like, Hey, look, we've got five weeks here. You shouldn't be setting meetings for me. You should be closing deals yourself. Um, or else, no. <laughs> Wait, right? I, right? I mean, like, I don't. I, like, that's not the kind of that's not the kind of boss I am. Like, no, I don't you believe in that. Like, old school sales. Like, you know, right? You know, make the sale or hit the road. Like, that's just not no, how I do no. It. We get all Glenn Gary again, Ross. Right, right, right. Totally. Ross, all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great scene. Um, 
Well, you you started this with with the whole right energy and right attitude. I think I've got the right people. I've got the right team. I've got, I got people that I really trust. Like yeah. it's it's your opportunity to really be their cheerleader. I mean, you you already are. I mean, mm-hmm. based on what you shared. I wonder if they know that. Mm. Like how much are you communicating? I believe in you. I can tell you you're not doing it by your actions in being there for them to close the deal because that does suggest even though you're not right. saying it there there's you know there there's sort of a subtext under that action that I don't really trust you to get this done yet or mm-hmm. you know and so so I think the opportunity is for you to say you know today is day 1 of I'm not really here <laughs> you know unless you really get jammed up and you have a question about how to close it but I will not close it for you mm. Okay. Okay. Right? Because and you've got a great runway for this. Yeah. Because that demonstrates you do trust them. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. But I can do it. Right. I know you can. And but you are gonna have to make that commitment though, right? Like you're, yeah. you're like it's gotta be an absolute like you you're just gonna you're going to have to be willing to let them fail, mm-hmm. which means you're gonna have to be willing to take a hit. Maybe, maybe they screw up. And you don't get the deal that you yourself know, damn it, I would have closed it. Well, maybe you would have, but you know what? That means you're going to have to close the next one instead of them learning how to close the next one and the next 10. And now you're doing those 50 a week, right? You you got to sacrifice the one or the 10 so you can get the 50 to the 100, right? Totally. And and and. I'm a firm believer in, you know, full pipeline solves all problems. So like if I'm, if I'm worried or upset about one deal not closing or they didn't get it over the line and I could have, that just means I didn't have enough in my pipeline. So, you know, great attitude. There's a billion people out there who need our services. We can't service a billion people. Right. You know, we don't, <laughs> right. Like if a billion people showed up, like I'd be out of business. I couldn't possibly deal with that. Right. But, so I don't need to close every person. I just need to have enough opportunity for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, that my pipeline is full, their pipelines are full. And frankly, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the delegation business. So like literally it's the thing that we sell. So we just have to take our own medicine and, and, trust the team and trust that um that the people can actually accomplish the goal that's set out for them which is to close sales by themselves that's it that's it right and that gives me exponential growth because then i'm only constrained by the number of people on my team that's it the number of people on your team and the number of people calling you right right which is a better constraint than the number of hours in the day which exactly. is you know, finite. Right. Right. And now all of a sudden you're instantly scalable with, with right. a force multiplier. Right. Right. Okay. And you've got the, you've got the right mindset. Like there's not a lot of surgery for me to do here. You've got a, you've got a growth mindset. You're not afraid to fail. You're not afraid to lose. Like this is all the entrepreneurial stuff you need. You know, some fine tunement here of really championing your team telling them how good they are, a lot of positive reinforcement into the things they're doing right, 
and sharing that growth mindset with them that every time they fuck up is simply a learning opportunity. Here's how to make some adjustments and, um, and to make sure that they're not just reading out of the book, right? People need autonomy. They need to feel like they can steer their own ships and do it really well. And so what I would offer as a tool for you is, um, are you familiar with this, uh, Daniel Goleman, uh, G-O-L-E-M-A-N? He's got the six different no. leadership styles. No, I'm going to write check it down. Out, yeah, check out Daniel Goleman, six leadership styles. It's all over psychology today. And it, like, you're going to, there'll be a ton of PDFs if you, if you do an internet search for this. But he's got six different leadership styles. And there's an opportunity to use all six of them in, in any organization. There's two you can use pretty much all the time, two that you use sometimes, and two you very rarely use. And that's one of them is going to be that Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross kind of thing where you just say, just fucking do it because I'm your boss. It's very, very rare that you use that. Um, but what I would uh, invite for you to take a look at is the coaching style mm. and uh, in particular, because great leaders make great leaders. And when you look at all of them as the people who will be training the people below them, below them, below them, right? You got this whole pyramid, you know, yeah. happening and, and you just have this massive scaled business. Um, then, then I think, uh, and, the, and the coaching style can be um, simplified by saying, answer every one of their questions with a question. Like when they come to you with, hey, Lael, how do you do this? Hey, what do you think? How what sounds like a it? good idea? Yeah. Right. Let them come up with the answer because number one, they might think of something way cooler than you did. Yeah. Um, and number two, even if they come up, if they come up with the wrong thing, you can guide them. And if they come up with the right thing, they have instant cohesion because it's their idea that they came up with. So you right, don't have right. to spoon feed them. Right. Yeah. So they got ownership of it. They have ownership. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So start answering their questions with questions. And if it sounds, even if it's not the way you might do it, if it sounds like a good idea, if it sounds like it'll work, let them have it. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good feedback. What else can we do for you today? Um, I think, um, I think, I think that's, that's the big, that's the big challenge is, you know, um, how to grow it fast, how to grow it exponentially, how to grow it in a way that's going to that's going to make sense and it's going to mm -hmm. kind of maintain its integrity as it gets bigger. Mm -hmm. Um I think um yeah, I I think that's I think that's super super helpful. Um Yeah, keep keep you as as the CEO, you are you are the chief the, the CVO the chief vision officer, mm -hmm. right? Like, like that. that's really your job is to be the visionary and everything that supports that vision, that sounds like it supports that, that feels like it supports that vision. It might not be the way you would like it or want it, mm -hmm. but what I like and what I want is a preference, right? That's just it's kind of for me and my organization, it's sort of nonsense. Like, but this is the way I think it should be. It's like, well, look, is what somebody else is bringing to the table, does that support my vision? Does that support the mission? I think it does. Cool. Let them do their, you know, your thing in their way. Cool. Right. They'll, they'll, and that's, that's how to really give them to your point, that ownership. And, um, you know, if we can divorce ourselves from the idea of, 
what we think it absolutely has to look like, and we have some more flexibility there, we can scale a lot faster. Yeah, I, I think I think you've sort of hit on um, part of what I was saying about like getting out of the way. Like, yep. I, I feel like I need to get out of the way. I was talking to another business owner um, and she's in the dry cleaning business. She's got like dry cleaning stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and she shared with me that she doesn't know how to work the dry cleaning equipment. And I was like, of course you don't know how to work the dry cleaning equipment because you own the business like this, right. you know, <laughs> right. And I feel like, like I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I'm sort of, you know, to use like a McDonald's analogy, I'm like cooking the burgers and I'm working the French fries and like, I'm, you know, talking to people on the drive through and I'm like on the cash register, but like McDonald's doesn't work because because one person does every single thing. It works because right. somebody else, you know, and the CEO of McDonald's might know how to make French fries. He might not know how to make French Probably fries. Probably not. <laughs> but knowing how to make French fries is not what makes McDonald's great. It's that somebody else can do it. And and that you go to a McDonald's, you know, in downtown Los Angeles, and you go to McDonald's in downtown Tokyo, and the French fries are the same. Right. Like, they, it scales. So anyway, I, I, I just think of my, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be McDonald's ever, but, <laughs> but I, but I do want to have a, you know, global business where I don't, where I'm not the guy who's doing every single thing all the time. Right. So I really just want to, you know, the first thing I need to get off my plate is, is the thing that I'm really good at, you know, yeah. which is, which is the marketing and sales. Right. You know, and it might even be the thing you love. See, that's the thing, right. right? You know, you you might, you know, you might love working on cars, but if you decide you want to have the biggest auto repair company in the country, you're not working on cars ever again. Right. You know, it's right. a totally different thing. And so you do it, that is the sacrifice you make. You know, is like you're you're gonna have, you may end up removing yourself from the thing you love most. You know, like yeah. I've. I started this business coaching one-on-one. I do very little one-on-one coaching at this point. Yeah. Very little. Right. Because it's it's not scalable. And because I I can't, it limits my ability to serve. Mm -hmm. Right. And if I can get this organization to serve in the way that, you know, to serve globally in the way that I could one-on-one, now I've really made an impact on the planet. Right. And so, um, so that's the gig. For sure. For sure. I get it. I love it. Awesome. Well, Lale, thank you so much. You made it easy on me today. Well, that was not my uh, not my goal. It just sort of worked out that way. <laughs> well, Try awesome. to make it easy on me. So here's what I'd like to do. I'd love to hear before, right before you go on vacation, um, check in with like book another like a 30 minute call with me okay. and check in. Let me know how ready is everybody? How ready are you? How are you feeling? Like, how's it gone? I'd love to hear a follow up before you go on vacation. Yep. Happy to do that. Looking forward to it. And I'm feeling like I've got a good path towards vacation. It's given me something to do, but it's also, um, I think going to lead to some peace of mind on vacation when I'm, when I'm away from my devices. Absolutely. Cause you're going to get all that stuff that you would have worried about fixed over these next five weeks. I love it. I love it. Awesome. My friend. Very cool. If you need anything in the meantime, give me a call. Okay. Will do. Thanks so much, Chris. Have a great day. See you later.
All right, right, much appreciated for Lael making it easy on me today since my voice is still kind of (laughs) trashed. If you want to have a potentially transformative experience and get moving forward in whatever seems like it's totally impossible, but you want it so desperately, go to statusflow.net and apply for any of our programs. You can apply for Moonshot, our group coaching cohort. We've got team engagements, one-on-one coaching. And of course, you can apply to be on Mindfuck if you want to do it right here, live in front of everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch up with you next time.